The message you are about to hear is brought to you by the Word and Sound Ministry of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. God bless you as you listen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let us just bow our heads before the Lord, Almighty God. Father, we, your children, we come before your throne of grace and mercy. We plead the blood of Jesus, Almighty God, over every soul that is gathered here this evening. Father, we ask that each ear that is here be anointed so that they will hear your words and that your words will touch them, Almighty God. Father, open their hearts, open their eyes, so that they will see as you want them to see. In Jesus' mighty name. We're still going on with our fast, and the theme remains a time when kings go to battle. A time when kings go to battle. Battle is what Christianity is all about. It's warfare. And that warfare takes place in the spirit realm. It takes place in the spirit realm. And what we've been doing these past 21 days is generally fasting putting down the body and praying and pushing in, as it were, into the spirit realm. So this evening, we will look at how to get into the spirit realm and after that, we will push in. Psalm 91 says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The secret place of the Most High is in the Spirit. The doorway that takes us there is prayer. And it is not just any type of prayer that takes us there. It is intercessory prayer that takes us there. I'll show you how I'll show you why. Turn your Bibles to Genesis 18, verses 16 to 33. Genesis 18, verses 16 to 33. Are we all there? I'll read. I won't read the whole thing, but I'll just read the points that are relevant. And the men rose up from thence and looked toward Sodom and Abraham went with them to bring them on the way. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do, seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him? For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him. They shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he had spoken of him. 
And the Lord said, Because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous, I will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the cry of it, which is come unto me. And if not, I will know. And the men turned their faces from thence and went toward Sodom. But Abraham stood yet before the Lord. And Abraham drew near and said, Will thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Peradventure there be fifty righteous within the city. Will thou also destroy and not spare the place for the fifty righteous that are therein? That be far from thee to do after this manner, to slay the righteous with the wicked, and that the righteous should be as the wicked. That be far from thee. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? And the Lord said, If I find in Sodom fifty righteous within the city, then I will spare all the place for their sakes. And Abraham answered and said, Behold now, I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord, which am but dust and ashes. Peradventure, there shall like five of the fifty righteous. Will thou destroy all the city for lack of five? The devil is a liar. Right. I'll take it up from verse 28. For adventure there shall be, there shall lack five of the fifty righteous. Will thou destroy all the city for the lack of five? And he said, if I find there forty and five, I will not destroy it. And he spake unto him yet again and said, Paradventure, there shall be forty found there. And he said, I will not do it for forty's sake. Verse 32. And he said, Oh, let not the Lord be angry. I will speak yet but this once. Paradventure, ten shall be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for ten's sake. And the Lord went his way as soon as he had left, communing with Abraham, and Abraham returned to his place. What we have there is a classic story of intercession. Let us just spend a few minutes and look at the key qualities that we have in here. The first thing is Abraham stood before the Lord. Abraham stood before the Lord. We as Christians, Christians of Papa Parish, we should always, at every point in time, be able to stand before the Lord. What does it mean to say you stand before the Lord? You can stand before the Lord if you are living right. You stand before the Lord if there is no sin in your life. And standing is so important to God because as we know, every move of God is in an answer to prayer. While praying in the mornings this week, once the Spirit of the Lord spoke to us and the message was God says he is limited 
that he is limited by our prayers. Every time we pray, you empower angels. Every time we pray, God moves. When we don't pray, nothing happens. When we do not pray, nothing happens. Let us look at the importance of standing before the Lord. Look at Ezekiel 22, verse 30. Ezekiel 22, verse 30 says, And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it but I found none verse 31 therefore have I poured out my indignation upon them I have consumed them with the fire of my wrath their own way have I recompensed upon their heads saith the Lord God verse 31 would have been a different story if God had found one person. He said he looked for how many people? Just one man to stand and he found none. Just one man to stand and he found none. Let us go to Ephesians 6 and still see how very important it is for us to stand. I'll read from verse 10 Ephesians 6. Are we all there? Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand verse 14 says stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace above all take the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of, of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God verse 18 pray always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all sins Abraham stood before the Lord and he was able to get God agree that if they could find just 10 righteous people in Sodom, nothing would happen. He would spare the city. The next thing Abraham did is he drew near the Lord. He first stood, then he drew near the Lord. We as Christians of Papa Parish. Pastor has said it several times. This is not an ordinary church. 
those of us who have been close or have been around the pastor for a while now realize that whenever he says something and he keeps repeating it, you just better take it as the truth. We as Christians in a power parish here, we have to draw near God. What does it mean to draw near God? Spend time studying the word. Spend time. It's not good enough to come to church on Sunday, to be a worker, to come here on Wednesdays, to go for care on Thursdays. If you don't have enough time of your own to read what is here, the funny thing about it is that the enemy knows every single word that is here. Satan knows the Bible inside out. So how do you expect to prevail when you don't even spend time to study the Bible? So when we say you should draw near God, means you should have fellowship with God. You should be able to spend some time in every day to study the word. If you're having difficulty praying right now, it's most likely that there's very little of the word in you. You see, the word in you gives rise to prayer. If you look at John fifteen seven, Jesus says, If my words abide in you and ye abide in me, ye shall ask what you will and it will be done. When the word is in you, prayer becomes easy. When there is no word in you, prayer is usually very difficult. Abraham stood before the Lord. He drew near. And what happened? God revealed his mind to Abraham. Because it says, just as the men, those men were angels, were going, God then said, shall I do this thing and not tell Abraham? God revealed his mind to Abraham. If we stand before the Lord, if we live right, if we draw near the Lord, if we study his word, if we have fellowship with him, he will reveal his mind. When he reveals his mind, what it simply means is he will give you burdens. He will give you things to pray about. The ultimate prayer is intercessory prayer because as an intercessor it is as if you've laid down your life so to say to do God's will in respect of others anybody who takes part regularly in intercessory prayer will find out that you don't need you don't need to ask for things for yourself. Because when you spend time just praying that God's will be done, the net result really is you have died to your needs. When you die to your needs, then God is 100% sure that when the blessings come, they will not become idols. There are many people who are believing God for all sorts of things. Some of them 
when the blessing does come, it brings about their downfall. A classic case in the Bible is the story of Hezekiah, who did very well. And when God was ready to take him away, illness came. And God sent the prophet to him and said, Okay, son, you've done well. Prepare your house. You're coming back home. What did Ezekiah do? He faced the wall. He cried. He wept. He prayed. He groaned. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. Ah. Just to show you the power of prayer, God said to the prophet, go back, tell him, I have heard. He has 15 more years. I'm sure Ezekiah, like many of us, would have just heaved a heavy sigh of relief. Had his bath. And got ready to live for 15 more years. Which sent him to hell. In 15 years, he had the son that led Egypt, led Israel into captivity. In 15 years, he turned away from God and faced idols. In 15 years, he built altars for strange gods. And he died in sin. So sometimes when you ask for specific things, if those things haven't come true, it might just be that God knows that it's not in your interest. So, the best thing to do is get into, into intercessory prayer. Because when you pray that God's will be done, God knows your needs. He will give you your needs. He will not give you your wants. Because if you cry loud enough for your wants, as I said, in the case of Hezekiah, he got what he wanted. God knew it wasn't the best thing for him, but he was persistent. He did not let God rest. So, he got 15 more years. But the good thing about praying God's will is you are making sure that those things that do come to you, because they will come to you, are the things you need. I'll give you an example. When I started praying with pastor in the mornings, I'm sure, but for those who are new here, we all know our pastor very well. If he says we pray for two hours, you can pray for four. By the time we finish praying, I'd have missed all my meetings all the contacts I want to go, all the places, everything would have just fallen apart. And, well, I would then say, maybe tomorrow. But most times, those people that I was to go and see and discuss things with, they actually, I mean, on one occasion I was lying down, it was about 9, 10 in the night, and they said people were looking for me. All the people I wanted to see that day that I had missed, all of them came by themselves to my house. So it is so important that we get into intercessory prayer. Now, the interesting thing about intercessory prayer is that it is praying God's will. If you draw near, if you stand before God, God will show you his mind. He will tell you this is what I am concerned about right now. Get up and pray. 
And you will find that there will be enough strength in you to get up and pray. Right now, the theme for this season of fasting is a time when kings go to battle. We are praying this week, the whole of this week, we are praying for the celebration service that we are having at the Arts Theatre on Sunday. Let me just leak a little bit of secret out here now. Just in case there are some people who are planning, maybe the devil has planned that your boss should send you out this weekend somewhere. Don't miss the service at the Earth Theater. God says he's going to do something that's never been done in this part of the world. Amen. But, But this is not us praying. It's God saying to us, he will do something new. And those of you who have friends, just hold them by the neck if you have to and bring them in there. When you intercede, you pray God's mind. And God's mind, for these times that we are in, the people I'm looking at, I think I can say safely that 50-60% of the people here do watch CNN from one time or the other. CNN has a program right now. It's called Desperate Battles, where they just take a battle in a particular spot of the world and focus on it. The reason why they set up that program is because there is no corner of the earth where people are not blowing themselves apart. Please turn to First Samuel 12, verse 23. Apart from the benefits of intercessory prayer, I want to show you that if you do not get involved in intercessory prayer, God says you are sinning. It is a sin. It's in First Samuel chapter 12, verse 23. And before we read it, this was the point at which the children of Israel had decided that they wanted a king. And they are told, Samuel, we want a king. And Samuel initially tried to resist. And God said to Samuel, they have not rejected you. It's me they have rejected I'll give them a king. And then the, people, the children then said to, to Samuel, please continue to pray for us. <laughs> Typical human beings, they're doing something wrong and then they say, pray for us. And Samuel says in verse 23, Moreover, as for me, God forbid that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you. So if you don't like intercessory prayer, if you do not believe in intercession, the Bible says it's a sin anyway. The heartbeat of God right now is souls. The Bible says God does not wish that one soul go to hell. He doesn't wish anybody should perish. Everything that we can do, we have to do to go out and make sure people hear the gospel. Make sure people get saved. That is the primary thing that God is concerned about today. Every time we have a service, even now, what we're having here 
It's a mini crusade. Because even if it's only one person that goes away and says, today, I've given my life to Christ. The Bible says, what happens in heaven? Angels rejoice. They didn't say, it doesn't say one angel. It says angels. So the crusade we're having at the Arts Theater, we have to pray and pray hard that it is a mighty success. The enemy knows that there's something big going to happen at the Arts Theater on Sunday. So he'll try to prevent some people. He'll try to prevent some of you who are here now. But if you stand before God, if you draw near to God, I'm sure you'll be there in Jesus' name. So let's get to the business, the real business of today. I think I like the idea of the lights going off. Can we just have um, the guys on the congas, the drums, and um, Mr. Bays just go along with us as we sing. Let's rise and sing. We'll take that same song again.
applause. Don't, don't, don't sit down yet. Don't sit down yet. Now we are going to get into intercessory prayer. Before we start praying, I think we should take one more song. The Lord will not let the earth tremble. He will not let the earth tremble. The Lord will not let the earth tremble. Oh, 
Let us pray, 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 pray. Roboko, robo shanda, roko keyatata. Ida kosta bandata, robo shake. Prostoto moko ya karabanta ya kita. Ikita bakanda shele mikuta ya kita. Onda kashata moko yoko robo shake bataya kula kanda. Ele kete ya konda shata bakita. Yoko robo shanda karakoro kunda.
Bankoto la kela, ekodlo koto kolo koshaka la kunda, inda kora kasheka la kunda, roshoto loko la keta mukunda, rombroko taro koshaka la keta, ila kata roko leka kayaba, ebrokonda kasheka, ika kata rafo koko loko la keta munda, ina kata rafoshka la kela, loko toba kasheka, kolo koyala la la mumba shila. 